Welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. Uh, we had to take a little momentary pause for the cause. Had a little uh, weather event uh, near Bravo's uh, neck of the woods. Uh, took care of his power and internet for a couple of days. So welcome back to civilization, Bravo. Thank you. And I wanted to, to let everyone know that I was able to post a video uh brief video some of the devastation that happened uh they're, they're calling this a microburst alpha and i'm kind of curious what a tornado would be like but this was a microburst took down in a five mile radius all kinds of wires trees hmm. it was just everything was flattened and right. uh it was it was a mess as somebody who's lived in tornado country let me tell you mm -hmm. something uh you're talking about devastation that's miles long and mm -hmm up to a mile wide. So mm. you got off light, my friend. I see. Yeah. You yeah. never want to see a tornado. Everybody says they want to see a tornado. And then when they see their first tornado, they're like, I don't ever want to see another tornado again. I don't ever. No, no, no. it's bad. It, it's yeah. not like the movie Twister where everything is a happy ending. Yeah. right. It's really not good. Mm. Um, you know, so everybody, welcome back to the show. Really appreciate it. We were going to do an immediate follow-up to the VP debate. Uh, then weather happened and technical difficulties ensued. Uh, so a little bit of a change in plans. Uh, sorry about that uh, for those that were looking forward to that. But uh, anyhow, we're going to get right into it. Um, you know, we're going to tell you about what we're going to talk about here. Uh, we've got three main points that we like to stick to. Uh, Bravo and I are firm believers in understanding, you know, all sides of an issue. And with current events going on right now, we thought it would be important uh, to go ahead and dip our toe into the other side, into the violent left uh, Antifa slash anarchists, anarchists uh, to better understand what it is they're trying to do. What's their message? Why are they doing what they're doing? What are they all about kind of thing? And I, I, I'll be the first one to admit there are some things you can't unsee. Yeah, and um, I was—I uh, I think I'm still suffering from post-traumatic stress from that experience. But yeah. it was important to do. But it was—it was—I didn't like it, sir. Not one bit. No, no. Um, for law-abiding, regular guys who go to work every day and try to take care of our families and do the right thing, uh, never so much as had a speeding ticket in my life. That was a little hard to think that people really think that way and, and live that way. But we're going to get into that in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, our second topic is a little bit uh, at a high level about the director of national intelligence and Radcliffe uh, and what he's doing to open the floodgates on information that was formerly classified regarding, you know, the Russiagate uh, scandal. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, and, and the flood of emails that are coming. Oh, oh yes. Uh, additionally, about 22 seconds ago, you know, before we started the broadcast, uh, Mike Pompeo announced the State Department will be releasing all of Hillary Clinton's emails from her days at the State Department that were previously goody, goody, goody. unreleased. Yeah, goody, 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 goody right? Goody, goody. Yeah. So they found some email. So that might be telling and interesting. And we'll we'll get into a little bit about what we think that means. And, you know, we have a, we have a news first and opinion later section. So we're going to put the vice presidential debate in the opinion section, uh, because we have some strong opinions about what we think, uh, about how that went. Um, additionally, uh, today, the past few days, uh, crazy Nancy. No. Yeah. She's been talking an awful lot about uh, a commission on the 25th Amendment uh, to judge the fitness of a president to serve. We're going to get into a little bit about where we think that's going, what that means, what that's meant to do. And we're just going to call some balls and strikes on that. Generally, we don't make predictions, but I think we're going to we're going to try something out here and we're going to see if that fits because I think we're pretty spot on with the pre vice presidential debate. So we'll see if we're our analytical skills are, are where they should be. Or if we should retire our crystal ball again and get it fixed. We'll see. Yeah. Might be out of tune or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so on to our first point about the radical, violent, uh, anarchist Antifa left, uh, folks, 
Uh, on the 30th of September, there was an article released by the New York Times called The Truth About Today's Anarchists, and it was by Farrah Stockman, giving her full credit for the article. Generally speaking, I would not promote anything from the New York Times because they're complicit in the cover-up of a lot of things, a lot of disinformation, received a lot of leaks from shifty shift, et cetera, et cetera. They're, they're mm -hmm. just bad actors in pretty much everything. And, you know, Mark Levin's book and freedom in the press, he, he does yes. describe in great detail. And if you haven't read it, you should read it Absolutely. about how the New York times covered up the, uh, the Holocaust, uh, denied it and, uh, prevented <laughs> information from getting out there. And I think they've gone even fast forward to today about, uh, there, no one's really talking about the, uh, the Chinese Uyghurs and how they're being placed in concentration camps also. And some of the things that we heard, we can't confirm, but no one's talking about it. So thank the press for nothing. Yeah. No, they, the, the communists really like re-education, don't they? Oh, re-education. If, uh, thank yeah. God we live in America because we'd be right in there with them. Well, and that's another thing that we're going to discuss here in this segment as well as we go forward. Um, really scary stuff going on out there. We're mm -hmm. going uh, to raise that up. So, you know, when we're, we're digging into the, the article, the truth about today's anarchists, let's keep it at a very high level. The basic premise was a photojournalist who was out of work uh, for reasons decided that he would uh, take a deep dive into Antifa and infiltrate the organization. And the article goes on to explain their ethos, what they're all about, how they're structured, you know, what they do, how they do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Really surprising the New York Times would put out a piece like that. And I was very, I, I got to give credit where it's due, balls and strikes, right? Sure, sure. You know, even though Farrah Stockman, she's no friend of uh, the conservative right, period, nope. full stop. She's a member of the New York Times editorial board, which has been notoriously horrible. Mm -hmm. However, in this case, I think she wrote an informative article that that kind of calls it for what it is. Enough, enough. Where Alpha, where the the actual uh, mm -hmm. uh, anarchists who believe in this anarchist theory and everything that goes with it, we'll talk about here in a second, had to make a whole podcast. Uh, debunking in his mind and his perception what they were saying in this article and that you know this was on target if they're upset about it and coming up with their own propaganda which i just want to give a brief definition for everyone out there so we're all on the same page it's information especially of a biased or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view again when you look at perceptions and you look at where this anarchist is coming from, he wouldn't even give his name. He just calls himself the ex-worker. They went after this person with both barrels because she was onto something. Right. And, and let's be clear here. This article and, and another associated story as a follow-up led me down the rabbit hole. And, and led us down the rabbit hole of seeking out this source of information called the X worker X E X dash worker podcast. We're going to put a link in the show notes to it. You know, listen at your own peril. Okay. And you may need some counseling when you're done. <laughs> That's how it's, it's just, Oh my God. Was, totally possible. But it was well, it was well produced. Absolutely. It, it, it was the quick points uh, again, you know, we're just learning how to do this. Someone uh, knew how to edit this thing together with music and specific music that was in tune with what the, what the point they were bringing up with. And the, the, the presenter of all this information, the ex worker, I almost sounds like he had a communications degree. He was like a, an announcer uh, and got this out there. It was seemed to have been read, but anyway, it was, it was well produced. I have to say better than sometimes what we're trying to do. Yes. But, it was a very highly produced piece of propaganda. Yep. Um, it had great music mm. and the kid who was reading the copy um, did a very, very, very good job. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that for him credit where credit's due, but the messaging is enough to make you vomit. Yep. Uh, so let's get into a little bit about, you know, what that's all about right mm -hmm. now. I put, I'm going to put a link in the, in the show notes to, to that podcast. 
And like I said, listen at your own peril. Basically speaking, the high points are, this is centered around recent events, right? Yep. And the main message that this kid was putting across and, and make no mistake, this is purportedly the official podcast of Antifa. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is coming from the organization and they argue that they're not an organization. Okay, which in makes the, you, in, which makes you think just, and uh, you have to, you have to put it out there that if they're putting it out there that we're not an organization, well, guess what? You are an organization. So right. whatever they're telling you, just their lips are moving, they're lying and they want you to think something else. Sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah, they're, they're definitely an organization. Okay. They're, so we'll yeah. get into that in a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically, you know, one of the points that the, the kid was making, uh, it, it's about, it's about propaganda. It's about messages. Mm -hmm. And, and these people are actually pretty good at it. One of the main points the kid was trying to make was in a land where whiteness rules, blackness makes you an anarchist. So if you're black, you're counter to the culture to begin with, and you're an anarchist. And you want to tear down the systems because you're black. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. That's what they're that's what they're pushing. And I gotta be honest with you, I I have not met someone like that. Black, no. white, yellow, green. Haven't met anyone like that. No. And another point they tried to make is anarchists are about cooperation and building a new order. I'd, I'd really like to know what that new order is. Uh, we're going to get into that because they, they gave some clues as to what that mm -hmm. order really means. And it's, it's a little frightening. Mm -hmm. And they, they spend a lot of time patting themselves on the back to try to make themselves put a pretty picture to themselves as anarchists are nothing more than we're a mutual aid network and we have an ethic of solidarity during crisis. Okay. That's so the a, crisis they made up. Right. 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 Well, it's it, maybe maybe a, a situation that they've capitalized on and turned mm -hmm. into a crisis right. uh, for their own ends, um, sure. like George Floyd and Breonna mm -hmm. Taylor and, and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the list goes on and on and on and sure. on. So we'll go there. And one one point that was made um, both in the New York Times article and by this kid where they did seem to agree because the, the ex-worker podcast spent a lot of time trying to refute the points that were being made by Mrs. Stockman about, about how anarchy brought about results that insurrectionary, insurrectionary anarchists, that's what they call themselves, they brought change where others have failed. And, and I would have to agree with that. They really have, to, to, and it's a, you have to think about this, Alpha. They set this up systematically, Hollywood, the Democrat, you know, taking the Democrats, getting leaders in installed. Uh, I'll bring up George Soros. I mean, he he is known for doing this kind of stuff, bringing down governments, especially in Europe. Uh, but if you look at how things are established, how there's it just a domino hits another domino and then they just fall down. And that's what they're doing. Yeah, it's. It's bad. It's a war of mm -hmm. attrition with them, and they and they've broken down some walls um, mm -hmm. to norms. Um, it's it's make them bad. normal, right? Yeah, very good point, Alpha. They want to make things normal, right? They want this to be this is the quote new. I hate this word. I hate this term. New normal. No, that's not what this is. This is not a new normal. We should not be accepting any of this. In my opinion, right, right, defunding of police was mm. one of their goals. Mission accomplished in yep. a couple of places. Autonomous zones. on demand. Well, autonomous zones. Let's let's yep. keep this into the context of what they're looking for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Autonomous zones and no police and no authority and mm -hmm. no systems and no money and da 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 it worked. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, it, it emboldened them and it worked. Now, the next point that they brought mm -hmm. up was direct confrontation of authority that has brought oppression for black and brown folks. That was, they're really big on that, uh, putting people labels on people and, and using them and isolating people and driving mm -hmm. that narrative that 
you're being oppressed, so we're here to help you. Tribalism. Yeah, exactly. And, Tribalism. Yeah. And they're big into confrontation. Yep. Uh, one thing that they're really pushing for is they want open borders. Um, they because think that, that brings more yeah. people to their side. Absolutely. They want open borders. They... <laughs> They're very interesting. It's 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 very interesting uh, ethos that these people seem to have. Mm-hmm. And you know when when I look at what they present and when I listen to the garbage this this kid spewed, I mm-hmm. mean it was an hour of well produced psychobabble. Yeah, we, we I hate listened, to say it. Well, we listened separately, but I heard it too, and I was I was physically getting ill listening to this kind oh, of. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about where it comes from, I believe, but it's it's not good uh, for them to even say this kind of stuff. It's like, where what rock did you crawl out from under? I don't get it. I just don't. Well, it, it really is. It's really bad. Um, mm-hmm. You know. It's really bad stuff. It's yep. just really, really bad stuff. Um, you know, look, and, and they're big into calling people that go to work every day who love this country, who don't think the way that they do, that just believe in family and believe in law and order. They call us fascists. Us, me and you. That's right. Which I completely disagree with, sir. Don't like it. Just no, not at all. No, I don't like it at all either. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, when you look at the techniques and tactics that they use, these are the tactics and techniques of fascists. Mm-hmm. Violence to to get what they want, um, yep. intimidation, um, harassment, isolation. It's it's really it's fascism. It's just that is fascism to me, yep. and yep. it's really really bad stuff. Now you you you'll click the link, you'll go to the article from the New York times and within the article, I mean, some people are going to be able to see it and not because New York times is online subscription. Only I happen to have a subscription to it. Um, I like to read the enemy papers. Uh, so I put the link and in the article, there is a paper, a white paper that was published by Rutgers university. Mm. Um, it's a tough read. It's called network enabled anarchy. Mm. And it goes through, data and a lot of permutations of you know all of the the groups that are out there and it's 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 an interesting read and i highly encourage you to read it and it's just bad mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean no, the, the the paper is good but, no but the the data is there's data there to show that th- this is the path they want to take all of us down um i Again, no, no, thank you. No, hard pass. Yeah, I'm going to take a hard pass on that, too. Um, I don't know how you explain it. It's just, it's, from the world, if if you think about the opportunities we have. Right. They talk about systemic, uh, 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 systemic uh, discrimination or, you know, uh, uh, and and, uh, big uh, racism. Where it, it's so hard for me to say these words, I can't even get out of my mouth because I can't. It, these people, you know, I can't believe they believe this stuff, but they do hook, line, and sinker. There's no way that we can reason with these people. And again, I'm not, I'm not proponing. You know, we don't go out there with pitchforks and start going at. But I just want everyone to understand when you have a when you have a difference of opinion and you're trying to come to some kind of common ground. You know, I would say, hey, we live in a great country. There's no systemic racism. There's no, there's no governmental policy that people can't uh, do things if they put their mind to it and they, they go through the training. You can do whatever you want in this country. You just, you just got to work hard and get there. You get out of the system what you put into it. Exactly. And you try to reason, Alpha. Let's, let's go have a conversation with these people. Sit down and try to reason with these people. What's going to happen? We're going to get a baseball bat right to the head. There is no reasoning with these people. See? that's exactly they, they, have, they have thoroughly drank their own bath water and they think that I'm a fascist because I go to work every day and I live in the system. Okay. And the problem is apparently, you know, they, they like to use the Alinsky's rules for radicals, which is an incredibly difficult. It's brilliant. 
It's a brilliant strategy. It's if wicked. You really, it's, it's evil. It's, it's evil, wicked, but it's brilliant. Yes. When you live your life by those rules, you isolate, attack, attack, attack all the time, label, blame, deflect all the time, and it becomes propaganda and spin, and people start buying it. And the problem is, is too many people have bought it. You know, there there is no compromising with these people at all. None at all. None. None at all. Nope. They have they grasp on to these things. They grasp on to okay. There's a lot of bad people in the world, right? Mm-hmm. There are black supremacists, there are white supremacists, there are yellow supremacists, there's Jewish supremacists, there's Catholic supremacists, there's there's all sorts of crazy wacko extremists out in the world. We like to live in the middle. Mm. Right? You and I live yep. in the middle. Yep. We're average. We're we're neither fish nor fowl. We we play it down the middle and we're reasonable. These people mm. aren't reasonable. None. Nope. You know, when we they they blame they wanted to take a tragedy like George Floyd's death. Now we have a script. I'm gonna go a little bit off the script here. Because I have some friends in Minneapolis, and I got a little bit of inside track here. Mm. George Floyd's death was the perfect storm. Mm -hmm. It simmered and simmered and simmered and brewed, and the media spun a narrative. The anarchists showed up in town, and these were professional paid actors. Yep. They were paid actors. There is a very small group of Antifa that will show up. They're funded. They're organized. They are well-coordinated. They're commanded and they are tactically extremely savvy. Not only when you talk about tactically, they have all the equipment they need. They had, you know, we, when they were talking about bricks were placed in certain strategic places on corners, when they were talking about all the all the things they were grabbing to break windows and hammers, all these things were strategically placed in alleyways and everywhere else for them to utilize to to, to cause this kind of quote narrative and to pu- push this agenda. And it's disgusting. Yeah, it's it, it's really bad. Yep, it's really bad. Um, it's as bad as it gets. Um, mm-hmm. They take advantage of situations and they're professionals at what they do and they are trained at what they do. They are organized at what they do. They are funded with what they do. You know, the fact that George Floyd died during an arrest, it's a tragedy that anybody dies. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the cops helped him or hurt him. I don't want to get into that kettle of fish. Mm hmm. Truth be told, he probably died of a fentanyl overdose. And there's also a condition known as excited delirium, which is a uh, documented, studied condition uh, where the body uh, is at a heightened state where basically it's a system overload and um, the heart can give out or you can, you know, a combination of uh, certain types of uh, medications on board or pre-existing conditions that is it, it is extremely prevalent amongst populations where they're being restrained or they're they're fighting against that restraint um, and a lot of different factors again perfect storm like you mentioned alpha it just fell into unfortunately the it, the wrong place at the wrong time yeah it's bad stuff um yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get into the whole George Floyd thing. No, he died. But- he died, and his death was used mm-hmm. as an opportunity to form and shape a narrative. Correct. And these people came in and took full advantage of it, and they destroyed a city. Yep. And and, and they will. Minneapolis will never be the same. No. And and uh, businesses are not going to return. Over five hundred buildings were burned down in Minneapolis. And, and what's going to happen? Nothing. It's going to be, it's, be a, it's a wasteland. And how, and the question then comes up, Alpha, why didn't they stop it in the first place? And that's where this anarchy theory or anarchist theory, by putting in feckless leaders, feckless um, 
you know, every uh, all these all these cities were run by Democrat mayors, right? Democrat mayors, everyone, Democrats, and they they bought into this hook, line, and sinker to take down our way of life. It was planned and implemented to overthrow the U.S. Constitution and the government. Well, it was also it's it's an ends to a means for them. Part of their manifesto mm -hmm. is. You know, eradication, you know, everybody is systemically racist, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Police are murdering minorities, which, mm -hmm. you know, is not true. Not true. Necessarily. That is 100% not true. Yeah. Everybody's a fascist. You know. When they're the fascist. They're right. the fascist, not us. Right. They, they, they like to put labels on people, right, wrong, or indifferent. This is mm -hmm. Alinsky's rules for radicals. Sure. You know, it's an organic response. We're just embodying social change it's just an organic response no there was nothing mm -hmm. organic about any of these riots mm -hmm. there's nothing organic about seattle or portland there's nothing organic about what happened in chicago new york city any of the cities that burned and had businesses absolutely destroyed and people were hurt and killed there was nothing mm -hmm. organic about it no this is planned implemented right. they're just waiting for the right moment Absolutely. And, and they found their opportunity, you know, and, you know, it, they call themselves a social movement. Well, they're, they're not social at all. They're just violent and fascist. Right. And fascist. You know, when you listen to the ex-worker podcast, they spent a whole lot of time saying, well, we're not organized and baloney. Antifa's not organized and it's this, that and the other thing. And then later at the end of the podcast, you say, well, you know, our organization, we've lent help and support to movements and demonstrations with medics and organization and this, that, and the other thing. Who's paying for it? They are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they spend a lot of time telling you what they aren't. And then they just tell you just the opposite 10 minutes later. Because they can't keep their, they're, they're so proud of what they're doing. They think they're in the right. Then, and, right. and that's, when you talk about evil and you talk about imposing one's view on others or controlling others, again, fascist, uh -huh. this is what happens. So you got into uh, this, this ex worker got into an eight point manifesto, right? Uh, how to be an anarchist. And here's, and this is how the narrative gets spun. One police are murdering minorities. Right. And again, I don't agree with any of these things. I'm just, we're just telling you what the hard truth is because this is what the kid said. This is what the kid said. Systemic racism. Again, right. uh, part of the fascistic regime. We are all part of that fascistic regime. They're not, but they really are. Right. Again, you know, organic response embodying social change. Right. What change do they really want? They want control over you and they want it to be what they say goes. And it, just as a quick side note, Alpha, look at that that autonomous zone that popped up in Seattle. And if you didn't fall in line or if you were perceived as being part of, quote, the enemy state, they killed you. There's no rights. There's no due process. They killed you. They beat you up. They killed you. They robbed you. They're, they did a whole bunch of bad things, right? Right, right. Okay. And and now, <laughs> yeah. well, wait a minute. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. Their mm -hmm. their goals, okay? The mm -hmm. goal. I don't mean to interrupt here. Well, mm -hmm. reading their manifesto, but right. the, the end state mm -hmm. and goal is to tear down what they consider to be the systems uh, within this country that sure. they feel are unjust for whatever reason or, or not. Um, no police, no borders. Um, what they say goes, what they say goes. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you're not entitled to anything except what's given to you. Right. Now, when you mentioned alpha, that these people are not organized, I say, uh, baloney. Oh, they're incredibly yeah. well organized. Uh, the diversity of the tactics and they're coordinated. So that's another one of those misdirects, you know, they that's have right. all these different ways of doing things and that's why they ganged up with BLM and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but they would never admit it in public. And again, it's like Fight Club. We, right. The first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Well, right. we can we can go off on other tangents, but that's that's why they're not really talking about it. But they've come together in some ways. Right. Uh, people over profit and property. So again, 
they want to take down the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all those things that we hold dear and, and close to our hearts because they believe that it's people's needs, what um, by the people's uh, needs, by the people who give it to them. It's a communist uh, thought process. And then, of course, government over religion. Uh, as, and long all as, they're, as long as they're the government. That's correct. Right. Bottom line, these people want to see everything that red-blooded Americans have built and bled for in this country burned to the ground. They don't care how they get it. They don't care who they hurt in the process. They are the shock troops that are out there uh, creating chaos. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. So, yep. you know, in, in, in close to round out this topic, you know, Antifa, you know, Joe Biden spent a lot of time saying, oh, well, Antifa is just an idea, not an organized thing. Baloney. BS. Absolute BS. I'm going to call it BS. Yeah. They are, they have a, a digital presence. They have a large footprint. Um, there's a large anarchist movement in this country. These people are extremely dangerous. Yes. And what, why they're so dangerous is this. As a leader, if you suck up to them to try to get them to leave you alone or try to get them to like you, like the mayor of Minneapolis, they're going to turn on you. That's right. It's pretty warm underneath the dragon's wing until the dragon turns around and bites you in the ass. Or blows so, fire on you. Exactly. So no matter what happens, these people only want destruction and chaos, and that's all they want to cause. There, there's all their pretty language, their pretty production, their pretty this, their pretty websites, their pretty BS mm. is, it's all BS. That's These right. are bad, bad people. Yep. They're not rebels. They're not revolutionaries. They're not anything other than criminals. Anarchists. And they're anarchists. They, they have no cause except chaos. That's right. So, so when you when you look at this and and learn about it so that you're better educated and when you start hearing people start talking about how this is a great movement and everything else, you can come back and say, uh, um, I object. And if they're reasonable and they're able to listen to you, then you have some some facts to back up what you're what what we know right most of us believe in. Yeah, right. These people don't, I can tell you. These anarchists do not, and there's no reasoning with them at all. Right. The, the best thing to do um, as, as a reasonable person, it's distasteful to read, listen to, look at, or try to understand the information that these people are putting out. So we took the hit, so you might not have to. <laughs> but... <laughs> Bottom line is, in order to understand your enemy, you have to understand your enemy. Right. And I highly recommend, I, I really hate giving these people any oxygen, okay? Mm -hmm. I hate the fact that I have to publicize their propaganda, and I hate the fact that they're even out there. Yeah. Um, as, as we've said in the past, it's okay to disagree with us. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have a different opinion. If you want to be an anarchist, but you're like a peaceful anarchist and you just don't believe in government or anything or okay, fine. Just don't go burn down a city. Right. These people are burning down cities for sport yep. and profit. Trust me, there's money behind this somewhere. So mm -hmm. go out there, do your own research, form your own opinion. Let us know. Let us leave know. a comment. Absolutely. Let us know I, what you think. I'm not trying to tell anybody what to think. My opinion. Mm -hmm. These are, people to be taken very seriously. They're not people to be ignored. You need to understand what they're all about in order to counter them. If that's what you choose to do. Uh, we don't advocate violence. That's a lefty thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're not that way. No. So I, I think we've, you know, we've covered it. Um, it's really bad out there with these folks. So we're going to move along to the next the next segment, talk a little bit about the DNI, the Director ah, of National, National Intelligence. Intelligence. Yes. Big, big department up there in the government, isn't it? They have a nice office and lots of information that they can always figure out or get your, your hands on and all kinds of stuff. 
Yeah, it's really quite interesting. Um, the DNI released a thousand pages to Durham the other day, something yep. like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, should be pretty interesting. You know, uh, we made a prediction and we were, Bravo and I were talking amongst ourselves and sometimes months means weeks, weeks means days, days means hours in terms of an operational uh, concept of disinformation that might be put out by the government mm -hmm. to try to fool your enemy. And believe me, there are lots of enemies out there. Mm -hmm. May or may not have anything happen before the election. However, all of the information that the DNI has uh, regarding Clinton's emails, uh, the Russiagate thing, etc. that's classified, I absolutely assure you by the end of this month, it will all be declassified and out in the public realm. Because just in case, not that I'm wishing this on anybody, but God forbid Biden wins, this will all go away. Like the original plan was with Hillary to win, then this would all have been buried. You never would have heard of it. Yeah, it they it has to come out it has to come out it yeah. has to come out in the sunlight now um because if trump does lose this election uh for one whatever reason the odds are definitely they're tried to stack the odds against donald trump because of this yeah hillary clinton's email scandal was the entire reason for russiagate correct spygate she spun the whole thing to cover her own caboose mm -hmm. because she knew she cre she violated the Espionage Act six ways to Sunday. Yep. Full stop. Yep. The end. Obama knew about it. Biden knew about it. Clapper, Brennan, Comey, Strzok, Page, Rice, they all knew about it. And they were all actors in it. And it's all going to come out. And they were all scheming and scamming so that, God, th thank you, Clinton did not win. But if she would have, this would all have been brushed under the rug. And I don't even want to think about what could have happened. But President Trump was elected and it's all coming out. And they've been trying to fire, you know, get stop him with both barrels and they haven't been able to because the truth is the best antidote to lies. Definitely need some sunlight on the situation. It's the best mm -hmm. disinfectant, right? Um, yep. And like I said in, in previous episodes, if a Republican had done the same thing, I would be even more pissed off. Correct. So, you know, what comes around goes around. Uh, the same rule applies to everybody because yep. we're reasonable people, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, additionally, uh, Mike Pompeo released a statement. Um, apparently, they found a whole lot of Hillary Clinton's emails uh, from her days at the State Department, and they are going to be releasing those. And that will happen prior to the election, according to Mike, mm -hmm. Mike Pompeo. I think you're going to find some interesting stuff in there. Um, my prediction on that is you're going to learn a lot more about Benghazi and the Iran deal etc 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 it's going to be really really bad yep so i don't know we'll we'll have to see what happens but uh there's not a whole lot to say except you know uh, again durham report there's no report prosecutors don't put out reports okay they just put out indictments indictments um, I know the grand jury has been seated. I know the people have been talking to the grand jury. Everybody knows that. Barr says that, that, that Durham will not put out a report before the election. That That's really interesting because, like we said, prosecutors don't do reports. They do indictments. Right. So is it doublespeak? Is it code? Is it is it misinformation? I don't know. But... We're all waiting to find out. <laughs> We're all waiting to find out. And Catherine Herridge has been doing some great reporting on this. And she doesn't seem to think that anything's going to happen before the election. So right. maybe, maybe we could be wrong and, and we're going to have to sit and spin. But I got news for mm -hmm. you. 
if Biden wins, nothing is ever good. These people will never see justice. So that's right. really bad. So, yep. you know, now we've, we've talked about it and we're going to move along to our complete discussion on opinion. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the vice presidential debate. Which I had um, to catch up on because that was the, the night of the storm. So right. I had to catch up on it another time on, on uh, a slower network, but I got it. <laughs> you know, not internet, but LTE. So that's all right. <laughs> well, well, we'll talk about the vice presidential debate, and and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna sum it up, um, mm. and we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's my comment. That was a mugging. I like to think of it as a uh, as a wonderful display of experience, truth, and knowing exactly how to get a message out dignified nicely hmm. and uh rubbing it in her face as he went without even showing anyone that he's a, has a mean bone yeah. in his body oh my it god was awesome. it was yeah well i i i think we talked about it in the uh yeah. episode prior to the debate um you I were thought- right i i thought i the the i thought the narrator the moderator was she she did a decent job. Better than bad. Better than Wallace did. I, I could definitely oh, say that. Well, I got to be honest yeah. with you. That debate between uh, Biden and Trump was a complete and total. Uh, it was. It was a. It was a train wreck. It wasn't a debate. It was an argument. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't care who the moderator was there. There was mm-hmm. no stopping that from going off the tracks. Right. Right. Uh, but with it was a big difference when Vice President Pence uh, and Harris. Uh, when with facts, just constantly barraging Harris with and taking her words, putting it right back at her in the refined, dignified way that he can only do. And just the point. Oh, my goodness gracious. I There's so many points in this. I can't even yeah. talk about it. I, I uh, guess but, the, the highlight for me was you are certainly entitled to your opinion, but you are not <laughs> entitled to make up the facts. I, I kind of like the idea of three. Three uh, strikes. Unfortunately, uh, Vice President Pence, you were struck out because she wouldn't answer you whether or not they're going to pack the court. And he he kept bringing it up and bringing it up so that people would see it. And she just could not even spin properly to get out of that line yeah. of fire. It was amazing. I, yeah. I was, then she made up some Abraham Lincoln anecdote. And it was, that was just that was complete bunk, by the way. Oh, just yeah. She just made that up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and her, she was very she came off badly. Mm-hmm. Very smug, very inappropriate. Um, mm-hmm. She came off badly. Um, yes. She looked bad. Um, she acted badly. And she was incredibly disrespectful. I think the other, I think the other point, Alpha, is this. If, and everyone in the press, they're just full of themselves. But basically, when they were saying, you know, the presidents are 78 and 74 or whatever, you know, they, you know, I don't look at their age. I look at how they act. That's another story. Could, which one of these candidates, in my opinion, would be a better president if the, if something bad, God forbid, happened to the president that was elected? Uh, I would go with uh, vice president Pence every day, including Sunday. And, and he was, he really showed that he could, pick up the mantle and continue with it versus Harris, who has made some slips already that she's already going to be doing it. And uh, it yeah. kind of goes into the next point when you're ready, but that, yeah, you know, this, this kind of goes along with it. You know, there, there was a lot of discussion. Okay. First of all, I completely agree with you. Bravo. Yeah, um, yeah. When you, when you look at the difference between Harris and Pence, Harris is a bit of an unstable actor. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's slick. But she fits she, the. She is slick. Let's she, let's just yeah. say she's slick. She's okay. an incredibly good ladder climber. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a stripper pole. Um, <laughs> but she fits, she fits she, that she, woman every, and and collar. Woman collar. That's what they were looking for in this. Also. Well, yeah, maybe she checks that box for them. Yeah, but that's what uh, I mean. They check the box. They, yeah, they, they picked her because, you know, he (laughs) got bullied into picking somebody, um, because of skin color, not because of character. And I think she's got bad character. 
Yeah. She's she's actually a horrible person. Yep. Um, as far Her as actions speak louder than words. She kept people locked up for two years because it was politically expedient. That's she, right. She uh, hot, hid evidence. She did all of the bad things. And she didn't get there on her own merit. She got there on her own, whatever yep. else mm-hmm. you want to put in there, yep. in that line, which we'll, we're going to keep it dignified today. That's correct. We've got to keep this uh, family friendly. Correct. So, you know, <laughs> so who do you want to have slide into the, the number one spot uh, should something happen to the president? I Mike, say Pence, my, Mike Pence, please. Mike Pence is a very serious, very dignified, mm-hmm. very... Honorable. Measured, honorable, good man. He's mm-hmm. a reasonable person. Yes, he is. Kamala Harris is a radical left-wing person. Opportunist. She's she is an opportunist. She sticks her finger in the air, see which way the wind blows, and that's the direction she's going to go. And she doesn't have that's, any principles that are right. that are cast in stone. Whereas I firmly believe that Mike Pence has got some really great principles. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a religious guy, which mm-hmm. say whatever you want, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, mm-hmm. Buddhist. I don't care if you're truly principled, you're principled. Right. Okay? Yep. He's a principled human being and he's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I think he would be a fine president. So mm-hmm. moving along. So you get crazy Nancy. Thank you, Donald, for <laughs> that. <laughs> That woman, she she's she's really a piece of work. She needs to pee in a cup. <laughs> I, whatever Although she, I, I would say her face shows it all. <laughs> There's enough botulism in that face to to cause uh, a severe diarrhea diarrhea explosion. I would say, if it ever got in the wrong place. Oh, she's a she's a she's a piece of work. That one. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, she's out there spewing her mouth off about the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Uh. And they're going to form a congressional commission for the 25th Amendment and figure out when it's time to remove a president and all this other thing because of health and behavior and all these other oh, things. Oh, and meanwhile, we have people that are still suffering from uh, needing of funds because their jobs were sucked away from them because the government in many states decided to continue the lockdown and shut down industries. And uh, the Congress is supposed to be coming up with ways to get that funding out there. And uh, she's sitting on it like a mother hen on a nest of eggs. Well, she presented something and it was loaded with uh, works, special interest <laughs> crap. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, Trump demanded a clean bill that goes right. directly to the pockets of average Americans. Did you see how fast they tried to blame it on him that he's, he's the one holding it up and I call BS. No, no it's no, total BS. Not, yeah, yeah. That's not it. Right. But you're right. They're bringing up the 25th Amendment. Oh, I don't know why. It's not because it's of not for President Trump. Trump. It's not President Trump's on steroids. Let me tell you, steroids doesn't cause half the things they're talking about. It does cause you to eat more. It can cause you not to sleep well. It doesn't right. make you go crazy unless you overdose on the stuff by three to four <laughs> times the normal dose. And I can tell you, he's not on it. <laughs> I'm not even taking care of him. I could just tell you. That's not what, what's happening. In fact, even tonight, uh, President Trump's physicians and healthcare team are going to be uh, putting him back, you know, giving him a, a work excuse saying you may return to work without any restrictions. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. so. Quickest recovery in the history of mankind from the less than 0.02% fatal. I know. I, did. Uh, I mean, we all prayed for him. I get it. Maybe that helps. But did did. Yeah, again, I'll ask the same question. Yes, I understand. Everyone's getting it. I everyone's coming down with it. Blah blah blah. Where are the dead bodies? Where are the COVID zombies? There Sandy. are none. There are okay, none. Thank you. Thank you, Alpha. Yeah, I we are in. It. We are almost in month eight of flattening the curve. So, yep. of the two weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, in New York City's a wasteland, and people are moving out at a million people a month or something stupid like that. It's crazy. Maybe yep. I exaggerated a little bit, but anyhow. So the Twenty Fifth Amendment discussion from from hair Nancy. Uh, <laughs> it's not for Trump. I think what they're going to do, and, and this is my prediction and, and my opinion, um, generally like to stay away from predictions, but mm-hmm. we're going to go with this one. If Biden wins, they're immediately going to move to get him out of there. Yep. They're going to deem him incompetent. Yep. 
They're going to get him out of the White House. They're going to take him out of there kicking and screaming in a, in a white coat with the hug me sleeves. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think Harris is going to slide in as number one. And number two is going to be Bernie Sanders. Oy vey. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what, though? It, you, I, I agree with you, Alpha. That, does anyone, do, this, this uh, again, whatever they're saying, think of them, what they're going to do first. It's not what the conservatives are going to do. It's what they're going to do. Right. Uh, that makes complete sense. And now it answers the question, why in God's green earth would they put Biden into that role to go through all of this, to hide him in a basement, to do all this? Because the minute he, quote, wins and the cheap email and everything else that's going on, that's a whole other show, hmm. um, to get him in by hook or by crook, then they're going to pull this card out and say, oh, Joe Biden, you're incompetent. Goodbye. Throw him out with yesterday's garbage and put in Harris and then Sanders becomes the VP. God. God help us. Please don't. And let this the stock market crashes and everybody's broke and out of work. And we turn into a socialist utopia, which emboldens the anarchists. And we're in an open state of warfare on the streets, which nobody wants. Nope. So, yeah. Um, not and they're coming sh- after your guns and they're coming after yeah, your are. cars and they're going to take away my stakes and they're going to do all yeah, kinds absolutely. of nonsense in the healthcare that we all need. Uh, not going to have it. Uh, it's all crap. So all this, all the, and the press, you know, they're going to throw you out with the dishwater too, or the bathwater, excuse me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that brings me to another point. Um, mm. you know, when we're talking about opinion and, and generally speaking, I don't like to report on or discuss what I see on social media because, you know, that's what the news has turned into. Well, this person tweeted this today and, and, you know, this person tweeted this and this person called this person, this on Twitter. Well, let me tell you something about what I'm reading from Twitter and a number of different sources. Because when you dip your toe onto the other side, Mm. you see a really ugly side of this country. Yep. People like you and me or anybody that doesn't think like these progressive radicals, we would become enemies of the state. Yep. They're talking about putting people uh, that support Donald Trump uh, in re-education camps. Uh, yeah. Seen this movie does not end well. No. Uh, never again. Yep. Not advocating for anything. I'm just kind of making an observation. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that. It's not just one person saying it. It's a lot of people saying it. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really a back channel and a subversive thought that's traveling the radical left that they're going to take anybody that they don't agree with and they're going to re-educate you. Yep. Scary stuff, huh? That's what happens when you have a bunch of fascists running around and oh, wait. pairing them up. With, I, I, uh, thought, I thought we were the fascists. Oh, I'm calling them the fascists. I'll be the okay. first one to tell it to them. Well, and all I, not all only I that, want is for everybody to be happy and to do whatever mm-hmm. they want to do as long as they don't hurt anybody. That's right. Uh, and follow the laws, pay your taxes, sign the book when you immigrate to the country. I don't think that's mm-hmm. a lot to ask, do you? No, but you know what it is? It's raw power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And when you talk about their their plans, we're we're bringing it out here on the Signal Fifty podcast as uh, as uh, a warning. You know, it, just it, be on the yeah. lookout. Be on the lookout. It it really should be a warning, and everybody should have their uh, have their high beams on, right, and their yep. antenna up. You know, look, we, we're going to wrap it up. We're at about uh, fifty three minutes. It's about enough of us rambling, don't you think? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's nice to be uh, back. Yeah, it's, it's a nice conversation. Um, yeah. I think we put together some decent information. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think in closing, I think we just need to really be careful and be aware of what the anarchist groups like Antifa, Black Bloc, any number of mm-hmm. different things that they call themselves uh, are really all about. And we need to understand that it's not just an idea or an ideology. It's an organized group. They're funded. They're well-coordinated. They're a paramilitary organization. They have encrypted communications. They have medical corps. They have 
flag bearers. They have distractionary teams. It's a military type operation. Yep. And I think we need to be very aware of that. Um, any extremist group needs to be really watched. Yep. And kudos um, to the FBI who uh, found that group uh, trying to take it, take down uh, uh, Whitmer. The, the Whitmer, who I don't want to see like anything bad happen to her. Don't no. like her. Don't no. like her politics. Don't like what she's doing with no. lockdowns. Don't agree with her. Would not vote for her. However, she is the governor. And as much as, you know, and she just got no. shot down with the uh, the court, you know, in terms of her, her orders being unconstitutional for the state of Michigan, this does not, they, this plan that they were trying to cook up in terms of diversionary bombs, kidnapping and, and ransoming and demands is completely 100% anti-American and belongs over the, somewhere else, not here. Right. And, and the, the media is trying to spin that towards right-wing extremists when these people were just clearly either affiliated with Antifa or some other anarchist type group. So with the big A black yeah, flag circle yeah, and they're calling them right-wing. What the hell's the matter with these people? Well, they, that's they, yeah, they're, 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 they're very tightly associated with uh, anarchist groups, but mm -hmm. you know what? Beyond that, Gretchen Whitmer's a human being. Nobody yep. deserves that kind of thing. Uh, I don't uh, believe in what that woman believes in, and she certainly seems to be an unreasonable human being. But that doesn't mean she needs to suffer that kind of fate. So, correct. I'm yep. glad the FBI did their job. Uh, kudos to them. Awesome. Yep. Um, good deal. So, you know, I think we need to watch out. Uh, keep an eye out for more information coming from the DNI and the Department of State as far as emails and communications that could be damaging to Hillary and the former administration. I think that's going to be really interesting. Another thing I wanted to add was I cannot believe after everything that's come out lately and you know in the public and, and what we know and all mm -hmm. of these things, I cannot believe Kamala Harris dragged out the Russia trope again in the debate. Oh, well, you know, when there's nothing oh. left except uh, something that a talking point in a Democrat uh, focus group says, Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, I like that. I can go with that. Well, no, you can't because that's all you got <laughs> left. That's all you got left. Just go away, Harris. Just don't right. go away, Matt. Just go away. Thank right. you. Right. It's, it's, you're a racist in Russia, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so the other the other part, uh, uh, Alpha, as we wrap it up here, I'm going to say the vice presidential debate. You call it a mugging. I call it a drive-by uh, uh, debate yeah. uh, with uh, a clear winner, uh, with uh, the red lights and sirens going off. You can have your opinion. Your you can have an opinion, but you are not entitled to make up your own facts. Thank you, Vice President Pence. That, that is, was amazing. That's a classic and and good for you. And I love your your calm demeanor. Thank you so mm -hmm. much for being my great representative, the guy that I gave my vote to last mm -hmm. time. You know, I didn't just vote for Donald Trump. I voted for Mike Pence as well because I and do believe firmly he's a great man. Remember, everyone, you probably know who I'm voting for, but I'm telling right. everyone out there, please go out and vote and don't forget about the down ticket. And you make have sure to stay in the same column. Listen, Please. I'm going to have to hold my nose on a lot of Republicans. Okay, mm -hmm. I, there's a lot of Republicans out there that are on the ticket that I, I just I, I'm going to have to hold my nose. Mm. But I, I can't support the Democratic Party. I cannot nope. support them. I cannot support anything about them. Um, if their ideals change and they really show some change and they become reasonable, I'll give it a thought. Until right. that time happens, it's not going to not going to happen. Not voting for you. No. -uh. So you know, look, guys. And gals out there, 58 minutes of us talking. You, you, you're troopers if you've hung around us this long. Well, I appreciate thank you very it. Much. Yep. Thank you very much for your time. You know, listen, you know, catch us on social media, catch us on Rumble, on your favorite podcast outlet, um, even YouTube. You know, leave us a comment, uh, you know, hit the thumbs up, like it, echo Rumble. the post, Rumble. Yeah, hit the echoes, Rumble. Hit the Rumble Please. for us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, if we do make any money with any of the rumbles or anything like that every penny is going to go towards a charity we'll we'll pick a charity yep. and we'll, we'll we'll find some meaningful way to put some money in somebody's hand that really can use it properly yep. so we're closing, doing this we're doing yes. this to get the hard truth out there we're also doing this because 
we're two old friends that really enjoy the commentary and the current events. Absolutely. And we want to do something to be part of the conversation. Right. And that's why, why we're here. And one last thing to our, our inspiration, uh, Mr. Bongino, I'm glad you're doing well. Glad you came out of your surgery well. And, you know, your prognosis looks manageable. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really great news. Uh, thanks for doing what you do. Um, yep. And and to, to steal a line from him, it's the do that matters. And he's the inspiration why we're doing this. That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, thanks a lot, as always, from Bravo and myself, Alpha. Uh, we're going to put the links to the information that we used uh, in, in the show notes, uh, which will be in the Rumble or in the YouTube or on the podcast, uh, and where you can find us, links to our media and our outlets on all the platforms will be there as well. So... In closing, I'm just going to give a plug to our, our favorite affiliate, our, our only affiliate right now. Um, if anybody out there uh, wants us to throw them a plug, if they're doing good things, we'll we'll take a look at it. Uh, we'll definitely give you a shout out on the air uh, to POF USA of Chandler, Arizona, Patriot Ordnance Factory, the finest AR-15 rifles made, AR-15 style rifles made in the world, as far as I'm concerned, uh, from personal experience. They're made for Patriots, by Patriots. Everything is American, all American, all the time. They have a 50-foot American flag in their manufacturing facility. Seen it. It's fantastic. Uh, Just good people doing good things. Great stuff. So yep. thanks a lot for joining us. Really yep. appreciate it. And everyone, it. just remember, check out our uh, website, www.signal50.com. We're on uh, podcasts where you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We got that working. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> we're also on Spotify, and we're also on Podbean. We're on Rumble. We use Rumble and Parler. We're not going to Facebook. We're not using Twitter. Why? Because they're dumpster fires. And also, uh, if you want to give us an email or give us a shout out, comments, we want to hear what you have to say. And thank you very much for listening to us. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Uh, God bless our soldiers, sailors, and airmen protecting us 24-7, 365. And a special shout out to our firefighters and first responders, most especially our police. If you see them, give them a tip of the hat. Thank them for their service. Tell them they're doing a good job. Everybody be safe out there, okay? Have a good, good night, morning. everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye.